Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, nail tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each episode we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and experts who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals, made their successes, all to inspire you in your business and career. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hi there and welcome to this week's Inspiring Salon Professionals. You're joining me this week from the wonderful little mobile home I have on my garden that was there with the previous owners and they left behind for us and on days like today when my other half is drilling and banging and crashing in the house and doing renovation stuff, it means I've got somewhere else I can go and hide. So I'm hoping, this is the first time I've recorded in here, so I'm hoping the sound's going to be okay and that you'll have to excuse the dogs they're charging around the garden so if every now and again you get a bit of dog noise I can only apologize but this is the joy of um of working from home isn't it we all know we've, a lot of us have been there through the pandemic working from home and being around and um, so hopefully my dog is my little dogs are going to be in the background and being very peaceful and quiet so this week's episode is as usual with me is taken the the theme is taken from something I've seen in industry forums and just kind of makes you think hmm maybe people don't realize that that's a particular way of doing something or that that's a particular way of not doing something and maybe it's time for a conversation around that and this week's topic is um trade testing and trial days I saw this post because a friend of mine was um responding about it and it just kind of raises a question in does every salon owner understand what a trade test is and does every salon owner understand what a trial day is um and the theme of the, of the post that this thought came from was because somebody had been in asked to go into do a trade test but to be there for the whole day doing paid clients um providing services for those clients all day and then not being paid for it now, that doesn't sit well with me as an ex salon owner and as an employer. It doesn't sit well with me as a professional that might want to go for a job. Um, and I really don't know that that is something that is good practice. And I was hoping I was going to get Sam Blake on with me today, but we don't seem to have been able to. I've had a really hectic day and I don't seem to be able to um, get that lined up. So we may do something else around this because... Sam's concern with this and that she responded to was a bit around the health and safety liability so I'm not going to really talk about that today because I want to kind of go over that with Sam and being a sort of our industry's health and safety person she'd be a good person to talk to about that and we've got we're going to have another opportunity to maybe discuss that somewhere down the line but what my thoughts were today was just really just a really short episode to just explain what are the differences between a trade test and a trial day so for me, when I had my salon, and I know I harp on about when I had my salon, but I spent like 10 years nearly in my salon. And before that was manager in my friend's salon. And so I do understand how all these things work. And so I have an understanding of employer responsibilities and all that kind of stuff. And so when I see things like this, it's like, no, this is just not, this isn't being done how it should be done. So if you're an employer listening to this and maybe you don't recognise that there's a difference or that there is even two different options, um, I'm going to explain for you just what a trade test is. And a trade test is 
a short amount of time being spent usually during the interview process so it may be that they have a, a verbal interview and you may ask them to then perform some very small elements of treatments for you. You need to pick the things that you consider to be the most challenging for a therapist in your business and that could be doing a half leg wax, it could be doing a spray tan, it could be just performing a little bit of massage, it could be performing part of a facial, it could be performing part of a manicure, it could be a haircut and just doing something um, a very simple like a fringe cut or a trim or showing your blow dry skills showing how you do reflexology whatever those skill bases are that that you're expecting that person to do it is just it's a key indicator so it's either you know a one service thing so you may just want to see how they cut um but generally they're not meant to be long drawn out processes it is a sh you know it's a short amount of their time that they are giving up to you and generally it isn't done on people that are paying for that service because that gets you into um realms with with health and safety this is what sam and i were discussing is that you start opening yourself up to being an employer but then you're not paying them so there's a whole raft of stuff that we'll talk about with sam at a later date but when i so when i when i had my salon um i used to depending on what what kind of therapist it was i was looking for my key go-to's were for a trade test to include a 15 to 20 minute back massage um, and a 15 to 20 minute part of a facial so it would generally be like a cleanse tone maybe a little bit of facial massage and application of moisturizer so it's really just a really express treatment um, and if they were going to be providing our services I would ask them to do a shape and paint and to paint one hand French and one hand um, in a red polish so that I can check the lines of all areas and then if they were going to be doing waxing services, I would ask them to form a half leg wax. So at most they would be working, if you want to put say working, but they would be given a demonstration of their services that they offer with no more than 15 to 20 minutes allocated to each service. And that is what a trade test is. And it may be that you just want to see how they operate, you know, on reception. You might want to ask them to answer the phone if the phone rings when they're there. And, you know, there's there's many, many different ways of checking how somebody is going to fit into your business. And a trade test is something, as I say, that comes as part of the interview process. And then if you are happy with that and you want to then see how they fit with the team over a longer period of time that's when you start getting into trial days now this happens in multiple industries i know my son had to go for a trial day when he was applying to work in a new bar you know generally if you are going to be interacting with the public quite often you will be asked to go and perform a, a some kind of trial and that isn't a terrible thing but what is a difficult thing is when you're asking someone to give up an, you know, eight hours of their day, and quite often this is going to be on their day off, so they're not receiving payment from anywhere else. You're asking them to give up their time to come and earn you money. Like, where's that correct? Seeing salon owners basically take advantage of free labour for the effect, you know, for want of a, a trial to see how somebody works. But I really don't think that that's acceptable in this day and age. You know, we are all going through our own different journeys with the cost of living. People shouldn't be expected to give up their time in that way just so that you can see whether they work well or not. You can test them 
in a trade test that's like no more than an hour at the end of their interview or ask them to come back in at a time that's mutually agreeable if you feel that you like them. You know, you don't want to trade test every single interviewee. So it's something that you can ask them to come back for. And as long as that is made clear before the interview process has started that there will be a trade test if you proceed beyond the first stage or the second stage or however you've laid it out. But that should be part of the interview process. It shouldn't be anything else other than a view to see how those um, how that person applies their trade effectively. Trial days, therefore, in my opinion, should be paid. And really and truly, you know, when we employ somebody, they are there on a trial. You know, we always, well, if you don't, but you should always have a probationary period of two to three months, whatever suits your business. But you should have a probationary period during which time you can part company with them if it isn't working for you and they can part company with you if it isn't working for them. And we need to remember that these people are going to be our employees. For me, it'd be a massive alarm bell if I was to go for a job and they asked me to go and do a day's work for nothing. I would not want to be there. And and what if what if something does happen during that day? What if you what if that person injures one of your clients? And again, I'm getting into stuff that's going to be Sam Blake grounds that we will cover at another time. But this is something that we kind of really, really need to think about and work out how we sit as a professional taking money when you're not paying the person that's providing those services. You wouldn't want to be that person. So why is it acceptable for people that do this to to continue doing it? We need to have more respect for the people that work for us. There's a massive, massive problem that we're all seeing across forum after forum after forum at the moment of people who have salons that want to employ not being able to employ because everyone wants to be self-employed everyone wants to rent space and then there's the whole salon owner situation where everyone's fed up with having employees so there that's all they offer and so our industry is kind of turned on its head and we actually need to remember that having employees does come with benefits when you've got people in your business that are not yours, it makes life very, very challenging. And I think we really, really need to get back to respecting the employees and also attracting people that want to be employees because it's the only way that our industry is going to grow and move forward. We are just becoming just such a huge industry of solopreneurs and which is great that we've all got that entrepreneurial spirit that we want to go and earn our own money. But equally, you then on the flip side of that are seeing, and I'm seeing this so much at the moment, especially where people are tightening their belts, is just post after post of therapist, now technician, saying that they can't get any clients. And you need to, we all need to examine what the problems are in our industry. And when we do things like using free labor to have a trial day that isn't really that necessary you know a trial morning would be enough for most people to see how that person fits anyways I'm going to stop lecturing because I'm just turning this into a lecture and that wasn't really what I wanted to do I wanted to kind of make this somewhat more educational and just you know look at what it is that you're asking them to do a trade test should be a smallish amount of time it should be able to give the therapist a bit of a feel for how things work in your salon and it should give you an indication of how that therapist or that stylist works in your business 
that is what it's there to do. You can kind of watch. I have to, I have to say, I used to be quite mean and I used to make them do quite a few elements on me, especially anything that involved touch, um, like massage and the facial. Um, I used to quite often get them to do that to me because you want, you want to feel, I always wanted to feel how that person worked, how they touched the client, how they manoeuvred around. I wanted to kind of witness what they did. And doing it on me probably was really stressful. And I'm sure every person that ever came for a trade test with me hated the fact that I did that to them. It gives me the clearest indication of whether or not that person is a, a fit for my business. And that's what a trade test is for. And that's really what a trial is for. But we have to remember that a trial should be also be something that is fit is either, a, you know, a, a few hours that you pay the person for. Um, and if not, then you use the probationary period as their trial period, because that's what it's about. So just to end on a more educational point, really, if you're listening to this as a salon owner, I'm sure you've all had trade tests that have not been quite what you expected and if you are a a professional that is going to be attending trade tests then please listen to this little um, snippet of something that happened on a trade test that I ran and I had a, a girl that came to me who was on the face of it she had a really great CV she had a good background she'd worked with great products and had gone undergone some really good um, extra training and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, interview, I was I was quite impressed. And she arrived dressed relatively well and presented relatively well, which is what you hope for when someone comes to an interview. You hope they they dress. If they're not in a professional uniform, then you hope that they have dressed in an appropriate way for an interview, and that they present themselves well. So she'd got past my first stage of um, interview or my second stage because she'd got shortlisted and then she'd been interviewed and she'd been successful at interview. So I, along with a couple of other people, I invited her back for trade test. Well, on the day she arrived, it was quite a warm day, um, but you know that you're going to work in a treatment room and you're going to be working on somebody and that you're going to be working as a professional. And this person arrived in a pastel coloured vest top with a matching very large pastel coloured bead necklace hair down which is a bugbear of mine a pair of black leggings on that were a little bit see-through not really very professional and a pair of flip-flops I'd asked her if she could do me um massage and whilst doing so obviously I was having a receiving a back massage I had my head in the face hole so I could see her feet through the face hole as she was working down um, from my the top of my back downwards as she was doing a couple of moves and all I could see was the most awful state of her feet um, with just yeah un, uncared for toenails that had polish on probably from the previous summer you know when it goes into those little circles there's not really anything left on the smaller toes and on the big toe there's just sort of that patch of of polish and um talked to me all the way through it the way the presentation of the person attending for that trade test was not acceptable um so she didn't pass you know i had far more suitable candidates that arrived in uniform with their hair tied back with the perfectly manicured nails or with um you know buff nails to shine kind of thing that were there to get the job and i don't know i don't know why this um young lady decided that she was going to address like that but when i emailed her to advise her that she hadn't been successful in her um application 
and thank you for her time and that kind of thing. She was very, very put out. And I had had to then go back and explain, well, actually, the reason, because she wanted reasons why, because she felt that she was the most suitable person for the role. So I gave her constructive um, feedback on her attire and the fact that she hadn't presented very well at trade test and that that was, you know, her time to shine and she hadn't shone in the way that other people had and that maybe that should be reviewed and for her next opportunity that she should um, take my words on board because any other professional salon owner would probably also not want to have somebody that turned up to an interview dressed very inappropriately when they're going to be in a professional situation because that's not what we do that's not what we're supposed to do we are supposed to work to standard we are supposed to work in a professional attire as a prospective employee we should be seeking to highlight all of our positive attributes and we should be seeking to highlight why we should be being employed we should be showing and demonstrating our professionalism and our pride in what we do that's what you should be doing at interview and when you go for a trade test you know whether you're at interview or whether you're at trade test whether you're in your three-month probation whenever you are being watched and monitored because that's what that's what the interview process is about and what the first, the three-month trial is about is about monitoring that person making sure that they are fit for the role that they're being um interviewed for and being looked at in that sense but then if they are successful and take the job um, and they begin working for you then they need everybody needs to be on their best behavior you know and I think sometimes we forget as an employer that you know interview isn't a one-way street it isn't just about whether we believe them to be suitable you know sometimes you have to remember that they're checking out to see whether they want to work for you and if you don't come across well as the interviewer and as the employer, then you might find those people turning you down. You know, it's, it's a hard world out there at the moment for employers and employees. And employees have got the market at the moment because there's very few people that want to be employees in our world currently. And so when there is someone that wants to be an employee... Boy, as an employer, you need to woo them and make them want to come and work for you. And you need to be really clear on why they should give up whatever it is they're doing to come and be paid by your business. And that's another whole episode. But that is really, really important. And remember that on that trade test, they're checking how you deal with them. They're checking how you supervise them. They'll be taking in how you deal with the other employees there, how you look after them maybe how you talk to them do the other employees look happy how's the clients dealing with stuff while they're in how are the employees dealing with the other clients you know what kind of what kind of conversations are going on and we all know when we walk into a salon space you know there's a real atmosphere that is palpable usually and it's either a good atmosphere a very flat atmosphere or it can be quite an uncomfortable atmosphere so you want to make sure that whatever it is that you're putting across on those days when you've got trade tests in or people coming in for a paid trial, um, that you're putting on a good show too. It isn't just about watching how that person's behaving because if they're doing themselves any justice, they'll also be looking at what kind of employer you are and making sure that they're going to be happy making that leap from their current situation into an employed role with you. So I think I'm very mindful that I've been a bit lectury on this um, podcast and I apologise if um, if I've been very lectury. And I've just been judging um, this week. I've been doing my Scratch Stars judging role and, um, and I just find it 
fascinating that as an outsider looking into these businesses, you can see the businesses where the employees thrive. You can see the businesses where people are happy. You can see the businesses where the clients keep coming back. You can see the success stories. And I would love if every one of our salons was a success story, but they can't all be because not everything is an equal and it never is going to be. That's why we have winners of awards and we have the ones that remain as finalists and we have, may have the ones that don't make the shortlist. You know, we are all graded in some way or another and whether that be through an award scheme or whether that be through um, our peers or from our employees, we all get graded. We just need to recognise that we need to be good employers and we want to employ good employees and we want to have people in our staff that are happy to work for us with good benefits, good salaries and good opportunities for movement forward in their careers. And that's really all we can look for within our industry is to make sure that we are all doing the right thing. So if you are going to be trade testing, trade test, don't ask for a free unpaid trial. Thanks very much for listening and bye for now. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Salon Professionals. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with fellow industry professionals that you think may enjoy the show. Links and further information can be found on the show notes or on my website, www.suedavies.org. Here you can also find some downloadable free guides that you may find of use. You can also hear from me and join the Inspiring Salon Professionals community on my Facebook group. Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.